I'm Chris Carter of the Locked On Steelers podcast, and it's actually game day. No, for real this time. The Steelers are actually playing the Buffalo Bills 430. Let's talk about that, getting you ready for all the things that I think are going to play into this game and what also happened in the playoffs this weekend. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things in the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find this show on your favorite podcasting app and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoy it. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of your daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making us your first listen every day because we're your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. That's Game Time. app you can download the phone. More on them later. Steelers fans. After all this time, your team is about to take the field against the Buffalo Bills, 4.30 p.m. Monday afternoon. You hope you can get out of work if you're not work if, if, if you are working on Martin Luther King Day. By the way, happy Martin Luther King Day, everybody. But I know what you're thinking, probably about this game. With the game being moved and the, and the weather isn't as bad, you're probably thinking, Chris, if the weather isn't going to be, be as bad, what do the Steelers do now? Because a big part of the plan was to kind of play into those factors. Well, let's get something straight here. It isn't going to be as bad, but it was also insane weather. If you looked at, if you saw the the footage of the stadium in that, you know, during the time that the Steelers were going to play, it would have been way too crazy. But it's still going to be rough after three feet feet of snow have basically accumulated over over the weekend. There's still going to be snowing and getting extra inches throughout the day. The winds are supposed to be sustained around 15 miles per hour. That's still going to be. Pretty crazy weather. For a, a reference, if you remember the, the snow game that a lot of people are thinking back to now where the Steelers played the Bills and Le'Veon Bell went for like 300 yards or something like that, the wind in that game was nine miles per hour. So this is still going to be a very windy football game. And as Jenna Hunter has pointed out to us, that's that stadium, Highmark Stadium, does not have any protection for the wind, so it gets even crazier there than just the regular wind speeds. But this is still a Steelers football team. That going up against the Bills, you still need to play your style of football, your brand that you have built throughout this year, and especially in the last two and a half months. Since Broderick Jones became a starter, and this team committed to being a real run-the-football team the way that they should have been from the get-go, they have averaged 145.2 yards per game in those 10 games. That is second best in the NFL. During that stretch, they've also been great yards after contact. Their running backs have been have been on fire, both Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. The offensive line has been blocking well. I've, I've, I talked about earlier in the week about my film studies that I did for the Post-Gazette that showed how they've been on fire, how they've been getting to the second level, the organization that they've been having. They're making it happen, and this is now against the Bills team that has allowed back-to-back games where their opponents have rushed for over 100 yards. In four of their six losses, teams have 120-plus yards on them on the ground. And in half of their losses, three of the six losses, has been 170-plus yards. This is the blueprint to beat the Bills with, 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 if you're talking about purely offense. But you still need to throw the ball. You still need to have balance. And that's where the, the snow and the crazy weather lessening can still help the Steelers in that regard just a little bit. 
because now Mason Rudolph, who has yet to throw an interception, knock on wood, Mason Rudolph can still have his aggressive but controlled demeanor to get the ball to the Steelers' playmakers. George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Pat Frymer, heck, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren too. Calvin Austin, if they can get him in space. But you can get him to those guys and use in-cutting routes. You don't need to throw 50-yard bombs to them. Heck, we've seen Deontay Johnson last week scored on a slant. George Pickens against the Bengals scored on a slant. You can get these guys moving in space and, and, and moving on in-cutting routes and crossing routes and, and, and routes where you're challenging the Bills secondary, which, by the way, has not been great as of late. And it's had some lapses throughout the year. And they're also banged up. I'm not saying lean on the pass game, but have the balance. Use play action. If you're getting the run game going, that could get you big results. They could bite hard on that because they're trying as you if you're as you're wearing down a team in the snow, they're trying to be aggressive. They're trying to take the tone back from you. That's where you can hit them with. And that's also who the Steelers have been the last three games. They just have to be who they really are. Roderick Jones said. They let the Steelers in the playoffs. Now it's time to kick down the door. And that's what you got to do. You don't kick down the door by being someone else. You kick down the door by playing your brand of football. And that's what the Steelers have to do in this game. Especially in offense. Defense, there's several steps you got to achieve. You got to stop the run. You can't let James Cook go, though he hasn't been going uh, pretty far. He hasn't been doing a whole lot lately. But that also includes Josh, Josh Allen not letting him use his feet. And if you do that, your next step, you got to be able to confuse him. It's not just about covering man-to-man and just getting certain matchups and, and, and trusting those matchups to win. That's not the whole answer that you need on defense. Yeah, but you got to confuse him. It's not just about disguising coverages. It's about when to disguise them and when to set up those disguises and how you're setting up those disguises. And fortunately for the Steelers, they got back a key player who is an essential part to setting up those disguises as far as Minka Fitzpatrick. And yes, TJ Watts out, and that's a big loss. But as I said before, Marcus Golden, Nick Herbig are the best reinforcements for a missing Watt the Steelers have had since he became all pro super Watt. Because it's not just one guy, it's a rotation. And having those guys doesn't replace TJ Watt, doesn't make up for it. He's the best defensive player in football, especially he looks even more like that when you see the Cowboys and the Browns getting whooped the way they did. But T.J. Watt didn't need that anyways. He had more sacks, more pressures, more for, more force fumbles, more tackles for loss, more tackles, more interceptions, more pass breakups. You get the point. He's defensive. He's the real defensive player of the year, regardless of what anyone else says. But Minka Fitzpatrick, he can be a big key to this game for the Steelers' defense. And it's not just about him being on the field and who he can match up with and, oh, could he, could he guard uh, Dalton Kincaid way down the field? Could he do this? It's going to be about something bigger than that. It's going to be its presence on the field. It's something I talked about on the channel on, on channel 11's WPXI final word this weekend. And I teased that it would, I talk about it on this show. I'll do that after this here on the first break of the locked on Steelers podcast. Stick with us. We still got a lot to discuss when it comes to this game and the other games that happen in the playoffs. 
But first, I want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They give you killer deals and your last minute tickets and your best price guarantee that can't be beat so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're about to have. Download the Game Time app today right to your phone, and it gives you plenty of chances to book tickets even up to the last minute, even up to an hour after your event has already begun. If you're a person like me, you're always trying to find the best deal for concerts in the back. Heck, I just went to a, to a, to a great concert. Shout out to Black November, uh, the company that put put on a great event at the Thunderbird Cafe this past weekend. But game time is the place that you go to get get tickets for all the events. Because whether you're trying to trying to find tickets from the scalpers or trying to find tickets at the ticket booth, you're going to get the best of both worlds. Because ticket booth, you'll see that you're getting legit seats, but you're not getting the best prices. Scalpers, you'll see you're getting great prices, but you're not getting the best. You don't know if you're getting the right seats and you're not sure if you're getting scammed. Game time is the best of both worlds. Because you make sure that, hey, you're getting the great prices that that, that can't be beat anywhere else while you're also making sure that they're real seats that are going to give you the view that you want to enjoy the game, the concert, the event that you're going to. And you can do that all through the Game Time app. And their best price guarantee, again, if if you find tickets in the same section in a row for less somewhere else, Game Time credits you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets off the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase, or go to the website, GameTime.co. Terms and conditions apply. Create an account, redeem code Locked On for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This show is also brought to you by Jace Medical. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes for a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form, and in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from their physicians on any treatment-related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. Don't cut, be caught unprepared. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for major weather events, or limited by yet another supply shortage, Jace Medical's got you covered. Thanks to your thanks to your partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered on a one-year supply, even EDG generics like Cialis and Viagra. Jace handles everything from online evaluations to licensed pharmacy, medication delivery, and ongoing consultation and care. Jace Medical is simple. You go online, fill out a form, and then you get prescription life-saving medications right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. If you or someone you love would get peace of mind by having a year supply of any deadly medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code locked on for $20 off your purchase at jacemedical.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. We continue our discussion here about the Steelers and Bills playoff game and why Minka Fitzpatrick plays such a big role. Now, if you again, if you watch the WPXI's Channel 11 in Pittsburgh's our final, the final word show Sunday night, you saw that I teased this with my final word uh, segment there on Minka Fitzpatrick. Here's, here's more to it. It's not just that he's back on the field as a playmaker. And it's important because he's a heck of a playmaker, even though he doesn't have an interception this year. I mean, he made several big tackles and was a big part of the Steelers, some of the Steelers' earlier wins. Um, and having him back is a big deal. And who knows? This could be the game where he gets his first interception of the season. But I'm not just talking about his tackles or his interceptions as far as what he's going to bring to the table for the Steelers. I'm talking about his ability to be a coach on the field. That is a bigger deal than I think people realize. He'll know when and how the Steelers need to set need, need to set things up, need to line up, need to put in their disguises. And remember, I put in that disguises part 
as an important part of this matchup. It's not just about how you about having a disguise. It's about knowing the layers to your disguises and your coverages, what you're what you're showing, what you're faking out, what you're trying to fool the quarterback with, and then how to use it and how to execute it in the moment. The Steelers, if you remember the mid 2010s, I you know I used to tweet about this a lot. If you followed me way back then, uh, you know even when I was with DK Pittsburgh Sports in like 2017 or so, the Steelers used to not be able to disguise much because their secondary just wasn't smart enough or not smart enough isn't the right word but they weren't coordinated enough to be able to disguise you know cover cover two with cover four and try to bait guys into things that wasn't something they could do consistently these Steelers absolutely can't and it's one of the bigger factors why they have some of them uh, some of the better turnover numbers in the in the NFL and make of Fitzpatrick is a big reason for that even when he's been off the field but to explain the layers and how this works in the game, I'll give you an example. For example, if you think a quarterback likes to attack the seams of, of a defense, meaning down the middle parts of the field, if there's cover three and the, there's there's a, a defender in the middle, defender to one sideline, defender to the other sideline, they'll try to hit those seams in between the middle defender and each of the sideline defenders. That's actually something that Josh Allen likes to do. Um, we talked a little bit about this with Joe Marino of, Lock, of Locked On Bills uh, back on our crossover Thursday episode. But you could show in those looks, you could show a cover three because you can say, "Hey, we're gonna have we're gonna have uh, you know two three deep safeties or three, you know three deep guys, two corners on the each sideline backed off a bit, the safety in the deep bar, middle part of the field." But then really you switch and you you're actually in a cover one robber where the guys on the sidelines are actually just in man coverage. And you still have one guy hanging out deep, but then you have that a robber guy. And what a robber is, is a guy who's in an intermediate zone. And your job is just to patrol those seams, just wait for him, and you see him coming. And if you see him coming and the ball comes your way, make the play if, if, if they fall for it. Because that's what can often happen is if you get a quarterback thinking too much and they're, they're thinking, oh, this is the look I've been waiting to see. This is the play that we like to run where we like to attack the seams. That's the look that we want to see there. But then you disguise it and they don't see that what the disguise is. That's often when you get the chance to make the big play on defense and actually fool the quarterback. It's not as easy as me just saying these words right here and right now. It takes a lot of practice. It takes studying to know when to do it. It takes players smart enough knowing how to not to tip their hand to the quarterback so that the quarterback doesn't see it coming. There's a lot of layers to it. But you have to scheme it up. You have to execute it. And it takes not just coaches, but it takes players on the field to execute those things, to know when the certain look the, the Bills are giving you on a given play. Say, okay, this is the formation they like to do this in. Okay, so we got to be prepared for this. And if we're and if we're in the right situation, they call this. We have to be prepared to, to jump into this disguise and to be ready to pounce when they if if they believe if they both if they don't see through our disguise in this coverage. That's where Minka Fitzpatrick really comes in. Because he's not just the guy who can make the guy who be the robber role who can jump the pass. He's the guy that can be the voice in the huddle that's making sure he's the extra coach on the field, making sure everyone understands, hey, remember, this is what we're selling, but this is what we're actually doing. This is how we're going to make this happen. And if they go somewhere else, be ready for that. That's where he comes in in a big way. And, and he's a coach on the field. And I mean that he's a coach on the field because we've seen him be a coach off the field. If you remember last week against the Ravens, when Marcus Golden made that sack on a third down at the end of the towards the end of the game, and the Ravens were trying to rush out their field goal team. Marcus Golden starts celebrating because it was kind of a game clinching play. The Ravens were going to be pretty much were probably pretty much out of it. But Golden starts celebrating and he's running and he's behind the line of scrimmage. And who's the person that points at him and tells him to get back on the field? But Minka Fitzpatrick. He's 
always present. He's like, hey, get back on there, get on field goal block because they're about to kick it and we can't afford a, uh, an offsides penalty right now. He's always present. You can also go back to the Packers game earlier this year. I think I think it was the Packers game, not the, not the Titans game, but the actual Packers game where Mika Fitzpatrick had the team call a timeout to make sure that they got in the right prevent defense at the end of the game that he thought would be best. Because he was talking to Terrell Austin about that, and he was like, hey, let's get this look out on the field. They called him out, and he did it. And that's a game where he wasn't even in. That guy probably has a future in coaching. And he's probably going to do everything in his power on the field to be that coach and the player to make sure the team run, understands the plan, run, runs the plan the right way, and gets it done. And they have to get it done. This is do. This is the playoff. It's do or die. You have a chance to set those things up, and the Bills have too many weapons to just rely and just say, ah, Steelers can go man, man for man. Just trust your assignments and win your assignments all game long, personnel wise. Stephon, even without Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, Dalton Kincaid, uh, and Dawson Knox, those two Titans especially, they 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 could tear up the middle part of the field if the Steelers aren't ready for it. But if you have the right skies in place, that kind of Shield, they kind of shield where your coverage is actually coming from, where your blitzes are coming from. And Josh Allen can't get a read on what exactly you're doing on any given play. That could be the difference maker on defense. That could be the thing that gets him to accidentally make the wrong pass that gets you the, the interception that flips the game in your favor. And that's again where Minka Fitzpatrick is at his best, is making sure not only is he part of that, but everyone else in the secondary is as well, keeping the glue together. And Devontae KZ adds to that. That's why they've, they've invested to get so many veterans in the secondary. I think that's why they went and got Patrick Peterson, because he fits into that. In fact, we talked about that a lot in the preseason. Devontae KZ, another veteran factor there. Eric Rowe, though he's off the practice squad, another veteran factor there. And now you have veteran guys at linebackers making sure that they, they understand they're part of it too. Landon Roberts, he knows what the deal is, but that's why they went and got Miles Jack, and he's part of that deal. So you have a lot of veterans and you have the rookie Joy Porter Jr. who's going to have a huge role in in taking on digs for most of the game. And all of them play a big role in trying to get that done. And that'll be a huge story for this game. Bigger than I think who lands up man to man, but how the Steelers disguise what they're doing and can they get those turnovers from Josh Allen, who has given up, I think, the second most turnovers of any quarterback this season. We'll see if that difference is made, but... I mentioned the Packers and the Steelers went over them. And at the time, people probably thought oh, I was just another win over a mid-team. But they didn't look too mid against the Cowboys this weekend. Let's talk about these, these new playoff situations and where all the teams are and why the Steelers' record against playoff teams is actually a good sign for their game against the Bills. More on that here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter. Stick with us. we got more. But first, I want to remind you, this show is also brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America. And with the NFL playoffs well underway, you too can win big with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get, get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right, $150 right to your account for bonus bets if your team if you bet on your team and they win. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. You can use that all, all, all not only your money, but also those bonus bets, bonus bets money on bets like player props, spreads, over-unders, and so much more. This week, the Steelers are 10-point underdogs with a money line of plus 410 and an over-under 
set at 38 and a half points. And that's all adjusted from what it was kind of gotten worse odds as the week has gone on. That's a lot of points for a spread though, for a Steelers team that loves to keep games close. So this might be your chance to cash in on, on your Steelers. If you believe that they could pull off this upset over the bills, or even if you think they can just keep it close and keep it under that 10 point, that 10 point spread. And the best place to do that is on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to, to kick off the NFL playoffs and make sure that you're part of the winnings that, that you want to enjoy throughout the playoff season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. We're going to continue our discussion here. So before we get back to the Steelers, let's talk about what's happened in the playoffs so far. First of all, in the NFC, good for the Lions, man. Good for the good for Detroit. Their first playoff win in 32 years. Uh, that's that's got that, that had to be an amazing feeling. The the fans didn't you know were like in the stadium like no one had even left like an hour after the game. Um, and I know that because I had a friend of mine. Uh, who was there? And I've got some great friends from, uh, who've been diehard Lions fans, and I've sat with them through some real painful games, some real painful years. So it was awesome to be able to see them celebrate. Shout out to my friends Jamie and Alexa, especially uh, y'all. Some real Lions fans to go through it and to being loyal throughout all the tough years and getting that moment—that's too cool. Speaking of the NFC North, uh, the Packers uh, beating the crap out the Cowboys—that was uh, that was pretty ugly, and. Uh, going to be a lot of discussions about what happens in Dallas this year. Hmm. Um, I also said, I uh, brought this up, Brian Schottenheimer, the uh, Cowboys offensive coordinator, though more of a doesn't call the plays. He's been a guy that's helped organize the offense between this year in Dallas and his three years in Seattle. He's had four straight years of uh, coordinating an offense that was top 10 scoring. Maybe he's another person that could be added to the candidates. We'll get to that in the offseason about who the Steelers should be looking at for offensive coordinator because there's an interesting field out there. But also getting their butts kicked in the playoffs, the Cleveland Browns. My goodness, they were ripped apart by C.J. Stroud, worse than what he did to the Steelers back in week four. That was insane. I was supposed to be the best defense in the league, and they got clowned. And what did I tell, what, what did Jen and I tell y'all? We told y'all that Browns defense, great defense is supposed to travel. Great defenses are great on the road. That defense Gave, was averaging giving up 30 points a game in the, in the, on the road this in this year in the defense uh, on the road and this in this game they gave up even more than that that was a, that was a beat down by of epic proportions and uh shout out to the Texans they deserve it uh CJ Stroud looks like he's the real deal and uh I'm going to have a hard time picking against the Texans to kiss the Chiefs next week man uh or I guess it might not be the Chiefs it might be the Bills uh, no it might be the Ravens if the Bills win, I forget who all the lineups are. But uh, point being, either way, C.J. Stroud, that kind of play will make you a believer with the way that he was throwing the ball around. So I'll be very intrigued to see how they play moving forward. Um, but you also don't doubt the Chiefs themselves. They did their jobs. They're, they're the they're the rainy chances, the guys that you still got to see. And I don't doubt I, one of my things that I always do is I don't doubt champions when they're when there's teams that have shown that they've proven it, that they can be the top dogs. And I don't count them out for finding a way. Patrick Mahomes looked very Patrick Mahomesy uh, in that win over the Dolphins. Granted, the Dolphins also looked like the team that I thought they they kind of were towards the end of the season, kind of falling apart there. But today, it's about the Steelers and the Bills. If you followed along with this show, you know that I picked the Steelers this week, and I talked about how the weather was a factor. 
and I picked them to win 23 to 21. And, you know, there's a chance that I have here to amend that pick with the weather situation and having an extra day and all the other stuff here. And I'm just here to say, I ain't going nowhere. I think I still think this is a team, a Steelers team built for a game like this, built for a moment like this. They've been growing to this moment throughout the season. They've been on their highs and their lows, but I think they are on a rise right now. And if they keep riding that, they could put themselves in a great position. They've also been a tough team versus playoff teams this year. In fact, they're five and three against playoff teams this year. Think about that. They've, they've played eight games against playoff teams. Most, most teams don't have to deal with that as much. I believe officially they have the second, they had the second most difficult schedule of the NFL season this year. And they also had the and also those five wins. That's third most, tied for third most among NFL teams in the, in the playoffs as far as beating other playoff teams heading into it. The only teams that had more were two teams that had six wins, and that was the Eagles and the Ravens. The Bills also have five wins, so they're tied and they and they're ready too. And listen, the Bills, I'm like, I'm not shocked here if the Bills win this game. They're a very talented team, and they're a team that, as I've said before, I thought I thought they were the worst draw the Steelers could have got between the Bills the Chiefs and the Dolphins going into this into this weekend. I think that the Steelers would have matched up with the Chiefs very well. They would have matched up with the Dolphins very well. Um, and they would have, uh, I think, that, and I think that this was the one team that if the Bills are on their A game, they're going to be the toughest to beat. But they have to be on their A game. And if the Steelers can knock them out of it, they can catch them off guards and stuff, they can take advantage of that here. And that's what the Steelers have to do. But this is also a year that this, this is supposed to be the Bills' year. And I think if they beat the Steelers, they are going to be a formidable opponent. I would give them the I'd be I'd make them favorites against the Chiefs. And I would be very intrigued to see if they play the Ravens in the AFC championship game, how that game went down. But the Bills also are who they've been for years. We've had we've had years to see who they are, their identity and everything. They live through Josh Allen. That's what they're supposed to do. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. He's a very talented quarterback and deserves all the credit in the world. But these Steelers. They know who they are, but I don't know if there's enough tape to show everyone all the things that this team can still do. I think that there's still more on, on the plate for the Steelers to show as an offense, especially the different ways they want to run the ball, the different ways they want to play off that run, the different ways they can incorporate the passing game and, and, and show one look to get, to get another thing on offense. This is a team that can do a lot more damage than some of the last Steelers playoff teams. That if this isn't the same team, and I've, I said this before, and then several Steelers have said this before, this isn't the same Steelers team that got whooped by Kansas City in the playoffs two years ago. This isn't even the same team that got whooped by the Browns uh, two years before. No, was it two years before that? No, it was the year before that. And that was a team that, again, they started out 11-0. They got wrecked by injuries. They got wrecked by being tired because the, the league took their bye week from them and then had – had their other week against the Ravens jumbled up and across the place. And that all that led to the, the oldest roster in the NFL, having a lot of its older players kind of beat down at the end of the season. Shocker there. But this team, this team's different. This team's young. This team's focused. This team is being, it, it knows who they are. That, 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 that last year when they lost to the chiefs, in the playoffs, that offense didn't know who they were. They were basically, hey, Ben, let's try to put some stuff together, man, and hope for the best, and we'll try to get some things here and there. They didn't have bread and butter plays. This team does. 
You know you love you know they love how to run the ball run the ball when they try to use gap runs where they use wham blocks where the tight end comes across the formation and he might get the jet sweep or he might just punch you in the face because he's a great blocker. You know they love to use their their tackles to get to the second level. You know they love to pull their guards to set up the tackles getting to the second level. These are things that they're confident in doing, not just because it's a weakness of the team, because it's their strength. And playing to your strength is what a good team does. And the Steelers actually have strengths on offense, and that's what should get you excited if you're a Steelers fan. This team has the chance to shock the world. Everyone else is putting this team out nationally, uh, even locally. There's not a lot of people that believe in the Steelers. And they now won't be the first two seed or seven seed to be the two seed because the Packers beat the tar out of the, out of the Cowboys, but they can be the second. And that would change the tone entirely of how these play of how these playoffs look. If they pull this off, I've said for a while, this is anyone's year in the AFC. So why not make it your own Steelers? You can, you can do that starting by upsetting the bills playing your style of football, making them have to, you setting the tone, making them have to play by your your pace of the game. And you do that and you got the Baltimore Ravens coming up next and you know how to play against them. So one step at a time, can they go into Buffalo and can they play their style of football, dictate the pace, win time possession, possess the football, run the football well, play some strong defense, get a couple mistakes out of Josh Allen? And pull off the upset that keeps their playoff hopes alive. Whether they do or not, I'll be here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, breaking it down right after the game here. So stay tuned right here on this podcasting app, on your on, the, on this show, on your paper podcasting app, or on YouTube. Thanks so much for tuning in to us here on the Locked On Steelers podcast all season long. Enjoy the game, Steelers fans. Whether you're getting off of work, taking off work, or enjoying Martin Luther King Day, whatever you're doing, we hope you have a good time doing it. And we hope that you have a good time with us after after the game here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Read my work at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Find me here on the Locked On Steelers podcast Monday through Friday. Uh, and uh, we hope to enjoy you then. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts if you want to help us out even further. We'll see you here after the game right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. 